Hand and your money. Karen right now talks to Lewis Lupton to deep dive into what's happening with the metaverse and immersive experiences. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Well, you just heard our Stephen Philby getting immersed into some metaverse technology, and I'm joined now by Lewis Lupton, who is Chief Metaverse Officer at Shadow Factory, to discuss trends and developments we might see around the technology for the metaverse and immersive experiences for 2024. Thank you for joining me. Thank you very much, Carolyn. Pleasure to be here. So what are some of the most interesting developments you've seen with immersive technology during the course of 2023? There is so much to choose from. Uh, if I had to pick the top two trends, it's really caught me by surprise. Number one is the sudden surge in global VR users we've seen in 2023. I believe the last tally recently taken puts us up to around 141 million users worldwide, which is quite a significant number. The second trend that I'm starting to see, which is quite interesting, is the term metaverse, as we sort of knew it from the last two years, seems to be taking a little bit more of a backseat. And people are now more focused on things such as immersive experiences, bringing the language back to familiar territories, products and experiences that we know. So what are your expectations for growth in the year ahead? Because it sounds like the past year has been pretty significant. Is that going to continue? Is it going to snowball even more? If we just look at the data here, ultimately on some of the major platforms that's currently capturing the revenue, dwell time, and honestly the attention and engagement of the Gen Z market, it's phenomenal to see how much financial movement there is and how much impact that's actually bringing. For example, Forever 21, notable fast fashion brand, recently launched a digital fashion item on one of these platforms, ultimately retailing one of these little digital beanies for a US dollar. And then I believe within sort of 12 weeks, retailed about 1.5 million units, generating 1.5 million US dollars in sales. Taking that into consideration that like, look, the Gen Z population will be roughly 40% of the consumer market. This whole market is gonna be bringing around 150 billion US dollars worth of purchasing power into play. So with that in mind, we've got a whole force of consumers, users that are very used to 3D rich storytelling experiences. As they start stepping into the real world, we're now seeing brands, creators, everybody looking for an easy way to start simply elevating the way that they're communicating with people, the way that they're sharing experiences and evolving in this sort of digital era. You know, I think things are moving incredibly fast because I will admit that some of my experiences with metaverses not that long ago were kind of disappointing, but I'm feeling that things are moving on very fast. And of course, in the tech world, things do move really fast. So what do you think needs to happen to really get more people on board? It sounds like a lot of people are getting on board, but you mentioned there's sort of the ease of use. I would say that's probably a good point, isn't it? Absolutely. So over us here at Shadow Factory, you know, we developed our platform Lucid Worlds. Uh, essentially a next-gen 3D social platform. But one major purpose is to ultimately lower and reduce the barriers of entry for creators, users, and brands into this sort of immersive digital space. I think one of the biggest challenges that we saw before was that a lot of these platforms and experiences were very blockchain dependent. There were quite a lot of restrictions that basically didn't allow most mainstream audiences to feel that they could just step in, dip their toes, experience before committing. 
Now, you talked earlier also about Forever 21 and their success with their product that they were selling. Yes. Now, do you see more and more big brands looking to develop these kind of experiences and technology? And how important do you think that is, not just for the consumer to see it happening, but for those businesses to actually help drive more revenue? I think one of the early opportunities that we saw with Forever 21 and some other notable fashion brands like Ralph Lauren, for example, that did their first sort of digital fashion racing boots was that a lot of these opportunities currently reside on third party platforms. There's not really an opportunity or an option yet for brands to essentially capture all of that engagement or currently the big term is the term dwell time. You know, how long is a user or a customer spending time in my space? Are they actually engaging? Are we able to derive data from that? With that being said, I think that the early opportunities shown by Forever 21 and Ralph Lauren has basically proven that, look, this is not just a fad and a trend. The reality is the metaverse discussion and the metaverse opportunity that a lot of people were obsessing over the last few years, I think fundamentally it was just a very, very simple conversation of how do we elevate and evolve the current web ecosystem. Everyone's got websites, everyone's got social medias, everyone across all different walks of life and industry has been looking to elevate their digital offering in a more engaging and a more quote unquote 3D type of environment. One of the things we see are sort of like the three core pillars, which is essentially events, shopping and community. These are the three biggest use cases that if you look across the whole digital spectrum, this is where most or nearly all of the digital engagement are consistently there and they're constantly growing among these three pillars. So if we can help elevate how existing businesses are currently engaging with their audiences among these three pillars, for us, we think that it's super, super valuable to not confuse the message by saying it's a gamified world, build games to you know draw audiences, make your brand more exciting. It's about how do I immerse users in your brand and in your story that you've already been crafting and building for say the last 50 years, 100 years or more that we've seen for some of the more major and traditional brands. Now one last question, what do you think the biggest thing in 2024 is going to be around this? I think what's going to be interesting is we are coming out of the narrative that Gen Z's are addicted to gaming. You know, I think that was a big, big narrative before where people were confused. Why is there so much momentum? Why is there so much revenue? Why is there so much fascination to this space? I think one of the big things we're going to see coming out of 2024 is bridging the gap between the opportunities that's currently existing in these gamified markets and connecting them into real world touch points. There's a term that we quite like using, which is called platform graduation. The idea that even if we're looking at, for example, a platform like Roblox, very, very famous, famous gamified platform currently holding something around 40 million active monthly users. Typically, a lot of the users getting on this platform are relatively young, starting maybe at the age of eight. Now, things like platform graduation is the idea that these users are not gonna spend all their time as they grow older on this platform. As they mature, they're gonna to want to interact with different people, different communities, and they're gonna to wanna to venture out. So the question that we have, and what we are very, very excited to see in 2024 is, when these users graduate from these gamified platforms, how is the rest of the world rushing to amplify their storytelling 
And again, to deliver more genuine, authentic experiences. I'll leave you with a very, very interesting thing. One of the stats that we've been quite fascinated about is that recent studies on human attention span is essentially eight seconds. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, there's another element to that, which is if you pair that statistic with the fact that you know the human brain operates much better by understanding visual content, the human brain actually processes images sixty thousand times faster than text. So, if you're communicating with your audiences, say for example in a digital space, how are you creating a more innate and a more familiar experience? Like we said, bridging the online to offline. It's not about how do I replace the physical world and you know oh everyone's in a computer in a virtual space, but simply how do we elevate what you have built, who you are, and again give people more reason to explore, immerse, and consume what you are trying to give out to the world. Great to be able to speak to you. Let's see what happens over 2024. That's Lewis Lupton, Chief Neftiverse Officer at Shadow Factory. Thank you very much.